0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Most Pleasant Exhaustion Podcast brought to you by ITL Coaching and Performance and Blue Pineapple Travel. We have for you again this week a race report podcast, and our race reporter is Izumi Yamashita. She did the Boston to Big Sur Challenge, and I'm going to let her tell you what that's all about here in just a few minutes. But... I want to tell you a couple quick things first. First of all, let me remind you how this whole race report podcast thing works. We, a few months ago, asked folks to volunteer to tell us about some races that they were doing, some unique races experiences, some unique challenges they were undertaking throughout the course of 2019. And we talked to them beforehand Um, And then, of course, they did their race, and then we talked to them afterwards. Um, So beforehand, of course, we talk about expectations and training and all that sort of thing. And then afterwards, we simply talk about how it went and whether it lived up to expectations. So... um, Zoomy had some interesting things to say about about Boston to Big Sur and the challenge of doing two marathons over the course of about two weeks here. So uh, we look forward to to sharing this with you here over the course of the next few minutes. The other thing that I wanted to mention to you is, of course, how to reach out to us. You can always reach me, george at itlcoaching.com. You can reach Patrick, patrick at itlcoaching.com. Or you can just sort of send us a general email to the podcast, pleasantpodcast at gmail.com. Without further ado, let's get into Azumi Yamashita's race report on Boston to Big Sur. Well, we are welcoming to the Most Pleasant Exhaustion Podcast, Azumi Yamashita. Azumi, welcome.
1: Well, thank you, George. Thank you so much for having me.
0: We uh, we appreciate your volunteering to tell us about this big goal that you're undertaking over the course of the next couple of weeks. Uh, tell us what it is you're doing.
1: Okay, so what I am doing is called B2B. Mm-hmm. It's actually Boston to Dixer. Mm-hmm. So go run the Boston Marathon, and then this year, 13, 13 days later, run another marathon in Dixer, California. Mm-hmm. So that's what it is. two marathon in two weeks,
0: very cool, very cool. Have you run the Boston Marathon before just as a standalone marathon? uh
1: yes, I have, so this is going to be my number four
0: okay, very good and have you have you run Big yeah. Sur before?
1: No, no, I've never run Big Sur. I've wanted to run Big Sur for several years mm-hmm. after some of my friends run it and saw pictures of it. Mm-hmm. It is just beautiful out there, yeah, so that. Is going to be a new one that I'm going to run.
0: Awesome. Big Sur mm-hmm. is, is a marathon that every person I know who has run it says that it's yeah. one of the greatest marathons. And every person I know who hasn't run it, including myself, wants to run it. Right, right. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, it seems to be that way as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: for me too. It, but but you yeah. know because it's right here next to Boston, though, you have to kind of make the choice. Okay, am I going to run Boston or am I going to run Big Sur? Right. You just kind exactly. of blew that out of the water and said, I'm going to do both.
1: <laughs> well, you know, it just, it, it just happened. I wasn't really planning on doing it this way, actually.
0: Well, tell us about I that. I
1: used to think. Okay, I used to think people who do something like this are just
2: crazy
1: because I really am not a runner. I, When I started uh, triathlon, running was the least favorite one. I used to say, oh, I hate running. I really did not like running.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Running two miles, three miles was the max I was tol- I was able to tolerate. Back then when I started about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. And I never consider myself a runner. So people who say, okay, when are you going to do half marathon? It's like, oh, maybe several years down the road. And then after I run half marathon, um, my friend asked me, so when are you going to do marathon? It's like, no, I I, I just finished my half marathon. (laughs) People who can run double this distance are crazy. I literally said that to my friends several years (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um so i never was something like this but um like you said uh, i've always wanted to do big Sur ever since i saw pictures of it and how they put those entertainment Mm -hmm. alongside of the courses like some grand piano players are playing pianos and some japanese typo drummers are playing And all the scenery is just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. So it was on my bucket list.
2: Hmm.
1: And last year, about June, a couple of my really good triathlon friends said, hey, Zumi, we're going to go to Big Sur and run the marathon. And I thought, oh, really? And now it's all lottery. So you have to uh, register, but then you don't know if you can go or not. Mm -hmm. Um, but they decided to just go with a VIP um, package. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I just could not come up with that VIP, you know, cost. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, but I really want to go. But I heard of this B2B Mm -hmm. that they have a special slot. Yeah. People who go to Boston Marathon can sign up. After you register with Boston, they open up the registration, and then you can sign up. So... I thought maybe I can do it that way <laughs> huh. Huh. so that's how it happened <laughs> hmm.
0: very good, yeah, very yeah. good so we're now you know we're less than a week out from Boston, and so which means we're we're less than a week mm-hmm. from out from Boston, and we're less than three weeks out from big Sur uh so so that's less right than, yeah, and so so tell us how you're feeling how's your training gone
1: um I I was looking for a taper Mm -hmm. um, so that the volume of the running is getting lesser, Mm -hmm. usually about three weeks before the race,
2: Mm -hmm. right? Sure. Uh,
1: Depending on the the, the athlete, but in general. Yeah. Um, But then I just didn't see it until finally this Monday, this week, I saw a big taper (laughs) on my training plan.
0: Yeah, because, so because because if you were to taper three weeks out from Boston, right. that would be five weeks out from Big Sur, so so yeah,
1: exactly. Def- definitely
0: changes the way you have to set that up, right?
1: Yeah, so um, I usually don't question about, you know, training and all those things unless or communicate to, to coach unless I have injuries or some nagging issues or things like that, but I, um, I asked my coach, okay, just wondering... <laughs> um I didn't yeah <laughs> I didn't get my tapering until so this Monday. Mm-hmm. I guess that's because I have two marathons back to back. Mm-hmm. And then he said, yes, instead of having a great Boston Marathon and then you're going to suffer through the big surf, I wanted you to have a pretty fairly good races, both. I mean, Boston Marathon as well as Big Surf, so mm-hmm. that's why you have very short. Like, mm-hmm. so, yes, I, I kind of knew the answer, but I just rationalized in my head, okay, I run the Boston, I'm not going for PR or anything, but then for a Big Sur, I'm just going to go with my friends, stop and take a pictures and just enjoy myself. So mm-hmm. in my head, I wasn't really running Boston Marathon, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, uh, 26.2 distance um, at Big Sur, mm-hmm. but he said yes. But you're still covering the distance. Yeah. So he he reminded me that you are still running marathon distance. So yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> there, there's there's yeah I I can appreciate what your coach was saying there um, mm-hmm. there, there, there's, there's really not a whole lot of ways to, to make 26.2 miles easy. <laughs> I mean, no. you, know, you, 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 you can, you can take it easier. Of course and you can slow down, but it's still going to beat you up. Yeah. Yes. And so so, that, exactly. that that's good. That's good that he actually, um, he or she actually, uh, I guess had a mind the whole the whole two weeks and, and to both marathons rather than just preparing you for yes. for one and then like you said just kind of suffering through the second one so yeah very good
1: exactly well, so what yeah, is so, so good thing
0: so, yeah so 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 that being said then so you're tapering a little bit this week mm-hmm. getting ready for Boston you said you're not gonna try and go out and PR in Boston but what are you gonna <laughs> how how are you gonna approach it
1: um, that I keep asking that to myself. Mm -hmm. actually, last uh, week or so. Um, So, last Boston Marathon I ran, um, at the time, I actually PR'd it. Mm -hmm. It was 3.33, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and um, I run hard. Yeah. So, I was thinking, maybe, you know, of course, I'm just going to, I'm not going to go for fast. So, if I can go maybe around 3.40-ish, Um. And another thing, I don't want to have that, that kind of time commitment
2: because
1: mm-hmm. over time I go with my just how I feel.
2: For sure.
1: And since I run Boston Marathon, it's just how flow, I mean, the entire race, people just flow through because mm-hmm. you are in the corral, wave in the corral with about the same speed um, uh, the people who run about the same speed. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe i just go with a flow okay. Okay. <laughs> and not having a time goal or anything okay. is what I was thinking. Just go how I feel. Um, that's what I was
0: thinking. <laughs> I, I think it's. And, I, I think it's good not to have a time goal, but so so what, yeah. you're, what you're describing is kind of going with the flow and not necessarily running your absolute best marathon that you can run Correct. on Marathon Monday, but still running pretty yes. hard though. Still trying to to run a, a pretty respectable time, right? Still trying to 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 put to, to lay out a pretty good effort. That's what it sounds like.
1: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if I feel good, yeah, I think I just go mm-hmm. um, with the flow, but. Um, the Boston Marathon, as many of of you know, there is a heartbreak hill. Oh, yeah. So at first when you start, it's kind of going downhill, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and everybody's going really fast, so you just tend to go too fast. Right. So I'm just going to conserve my energy, just pull myself back, Mm -hmm. and then once I hit the heartbreak hill, then, you know, just – a good air force there, but I'm not gonna kill myself with those okay. hills. Okay. But after it crests over about twenty one miles, I believe, hmm. um, then I just go how I feel. Maybe I just, you know, pick up a pace and finish it, or uh, go steady.
0: Sounds That's good. Sounds good. What
1: I'm thinking about doing, yeah.
0: We've talked on this podcast before about what you just described, about how oh, yeah the, the the Boston Marathon, for a variety of reasons, mm-hmm. encourages people to go out too fast. You have that slight yeah. downhill at the beginning. You're amped up because yeah. it's the Boston Marathon. You have all these right. people that are also around you that are also pretty fast and running, running pretty
2: exactly. fast. Exactly. So, so, yeah, there's a
0: lot of things that encourage you to go out too fast in the Boston Marathon. And then what makes mm-hmm. it worse is that the... The going out too fast in the Boston Marathon is particularly costly because of those hills that start yep. around 17 and peak at 21. So,
1: exactly. So, yeah,
0: yeah. So, so I think that's good. Certainly, you know, the the four times you've run Boston, I think that that experience will, will pay off uh, in keeping you I from doing so, yeah. anything that's too stupid. Yeah, and and, and mm-hmm. anything that's going to mm-hmm. drain you for the next two weeks. So. So you you, you right. run Boston, you run solid, you kind of go by feel. You don't go, you don't dig too deep, which I think is probably a good plan. Mm-mm. And then, and then nope. what what do you do for that that two weeks in the middle, or what's your plan for that? I guess we should say, or do you have a plan? For that? Oh,
2: um, I'm
1: really focusing on recovery. Yeah. So for me, uh, I need to make sure I sleep long enough. Okay. And then, of course, eat well. Mm-hmm. Um. And, um, I do yoga at least once, once a week, I teach yoga. So I do yoga and foam rolling and, um, do whatever I can to recover from the Boston Marathon. Right on.
0: And, so, you, and, yeah, and you're, and you're a triathlete, you've competed in Kona, you're an accomplished yes. triathlete. And so will you, do you think you'll, you'll spend more time in the water or on your bike over the course of that two weeks?
1: Oh, well, you know, even during this time getting ready for these two marathons,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I kept swimming twice a week, mm-hmm. so two hours at least a week, and then I got on the bike. Um, mm-hmm. I keep spinning one uh, one day way, day a week, so mm-hmm. I get on the bike. Mm-hmm. So at least I was doing two days a week of swimming as well as um, biking or cycling or indoor
2: mm-hmm.
1: Um in uh, running three days a week. Okay. So that was my regimen. Right,
0: right. Very the whole good. time.
1: So after I come back, yeah, uh, I'll probably um, continue the same pattern.
0: Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, yeah, I guess, maybe lose one of those runs. Yeah, maybe do like two runs. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, I'm sure. Good. Yeah, because after I finish Dixir, the then I only have about a month to get ready for 7.3.
0: Oh snap! You didn't even. see so that. I,
1: yeah. So I also have an. Boston iron, to Big Sur to word. seventy point three. About <laughs> a
2: month. <laughs> I
0: don't
1: know. I I don't know about
0: that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very. Yeah, that good. might
1: be a new category. <laughs> All right,
0: very good. Well, yeah, I'm definitely gonna win. when when we follow back up with you after after Big Sur, so so we'll, we'll follow mm-hmm. up with you yeah. later on. I I'm, I'm definitely gonna be curious to hear what you did. Well, first of all, mm-hmm. you know, your strategy about Boston and all that sort of thing, and then mm-hmm. uh, and then what you did in that ensuing two weeks, and then um, and then um, and then yeah, how you how how recovered you felt. You know, I I think it's interesting because right. like for me, and and I've mm-hmm. talked about this on the podcast before that. For me yeah. I tend to really and this is not good, I'm trying to change this about myself. I tend to put like okay. all my eggs in one big basket. So I have this big A race and I tend to say, Okay, let's sure. I'm gonna do everything and I'm gonna put everything towards this race and then I tend mm-hmm. to run the race and and this major effort in the race and then it's just like the race is over, the uniform comes off, and I just eat garbage, right. and I don't do, – <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then, and then I, and I let myself physically recover and mentally recover, and then yeah. I go yeah. back to it and just put my nose to the grindstone and just do it again. And again, I said – like I said, mm-hmm. I'm trying to change that about myself because I don't think it's actually a really sustainable way to be. But I would, yeah. ha- I would have mm-hmm. a hard time with what you're describing of crossing the finish right. line of a marathon and then being like, right. all right, now I have to keep my nose to the grindstone for two more weeks. That would be tough for me. Right. Um,
1: Yeah, I'm sure it will be tough for me, too. I've never done anything like this before. So, we will see how it goes. But like I said, in my head, I was really rationalizing that well, I will run Boston, um, you know, steady, but not really, I'm not going to push it. Then, with my friend, I'm just going to run slow pace, stop and take a picture at Big Sur and Mm -hmm. just have fun. That was what my thinking or rationalizing in my head. So that's why I thought, I think I can do it when I signed up.
0: Is that Um, still the plan? Is that still your plan that you're just going to jog your way on through Big Sur?
1: Yeah, that's still my plan. Um, Initially, there are about a handful of um, Friends or girlfriends are going there just to have fun. Mm -hmm. A couple of them are doing a little shorter distance because they have like 21-miler as well as Mm 11-miler. So, um, you know, different distance, and then we're just going to go there and have fun. That was initial um, uh, plan. Mm -hmm. But then people start not being able to go. So they had to cancel going. And then now just three of us. And then, yeah, well, yeah, three of us were going to run marathon, but then one had to drop to do an 11-mile. So only two of us running together. So <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll see how, uh, you know, another friend of mine who is running a marathon, how fast she wants to go. All right. um, but she,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but I told her that we're just going to go, Steady, casual pace, and we're gonna stop and take a picture. So that was
0: that right was the plan. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Right on. And you know what? One way or another, regardless of how you end up, what you end up doing on Big Sur Day, I think it's yeah. good five days out from Boston to say I'm just jogging mm-hmm. through Big Sur. And then, and then, yeah. then you know, once you finish Boston and you see how that goes, and once you have the two weeks and you see how that goes, right. and once you're, you know, once you run the first five miles of Big Sur and see how you feel, then if you just want to push or something, yeah, okay, go ahead and push then. But I think it's probably wise yeah. at this point to just be like, you know what? I'm just jogging through Big Sur. It's all good. Um,
1: yeah, that's that's yeah. the plan.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right But, you
1: know, I, I just saw that uh, email sent out, and I just saw the um, course profile.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It is really hilly.
0: Yeah, I didn't then, realize and that. <laughs> and, there, and, there, and there are frequently headwinds on it, too, because it's a point-to-point course, you know? So. Yeah,
1: and Boston Marathon last time I I ran 2016 was really windy too. Yeah, yeah, and there's um, and there's and there's wind forecast
0: for it this time. So yeah, this
1: yeah this year too. So I may have to yeah be fighting with wind both at the, both marathon. We'll see. Oh jeez.
0: Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah, that's
1: one one thing The weather is something we cannot control. Right. And as many of of people know, last year's Boston Marathon was really tough weather. So I'm hoping um, it's not going to be as bad as last year, but I may have to really prepare so that, you know, I won't get sick after Boston Marathon. That's a good point. Going into Big Sur. Yeah, so that's another thing I have to be really mindful of it. Yeah. That's
0: that's an excellent point because a lot of people, mm-hmm. and not not just people like me who just completely let their guard down after big races, but a lot of people mm-hmm. when they when they finish big races they get sick in the next week or two just because their body's right. kind of worn out and and, yep. and everything else. And yep. So yeah, that's an exactly. excellent point. I hadn't even thought about that. So yeah, you're gonna have to, yeah. to be even more mindful of keeping yourself. Healthy. Yeah,
1: that's why eating eating well and then sleeping as much as I can for sure. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Very good. Actually, yeah. the, the more we talk about this, the more I'm I'm actually kind of sure. get intrigued by it myself.
1: Yeah. I'm doing it Boston. I'm doing Boston in 2020. Maybe,
0: maybe this is the, maybe maybe I shouldn't wait until you know 2024, whenever to do Big Sur. Maybe I should just sign it for Boston Big Sur as well. Course, why not? I say, I say that now, Izumi. You haven't done it yet. Yes. We'll see what <laughs> we'll see what happens when we, when we talk again in three weeks and you're like oh my god this is the worst thing true. ever then yeah maybe not maybe not we'll see um,
1: yeah but I can share that and see maybe maybe you might you might want to do it next next year maybe yeah.
0: maybe we'll see yeah well good yeah. luck Azumi. another thing
1: is that well
2: oh oh yeah, go ahead go ahead don't much. let me cut
0: you out. keep going
1: oh no 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 it's it's one of those things that um. Uh, Big Sur to Boston. If you run it, well, they gave us a long T-shirt. You know, right. it's a special T-shirt. It says Bos- Boston Big Sur. As <laughs> should. And then they also have a uh, different medal. Right on. Boston Big Sur, and then we'll get a jacket. It says something like uh, "Run twenty-six mile." And then 13 days later, later another 26 mile or something like that. Very cool. A different um, jacket. So cool. I'm looking forward to
0: it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Not a whole yeah. lot of those jackets around. So very good. Very
2: yeah.
0: good. Well, good luck, Izumi. I'm excited to hear how well, it goes. Well, thank um, you. Good, good luck in, I guess, like three phases, right? Good luck in Boston uh, this coming Monday. Right. Uh, good luck in mm-hmm. the two-week interim. And then, of course, good luck in, in Big Sur. And we, uh, we look forward to, to circling back around with you afterwards.
1: Sounds good. Thank you so much. Yes, I will. I will enjoy both of them. That's awesome. my goal.
0: Very good. All right, Azumi. Thanks Great. again. Talk soon.
1: Thank you. Uh huh. Bye bye.
0: All right. So that's what Azumi had to say prior to her Boston to Big Sur challenge. Now let's hear what she had to say after the challenge was done. Azumi Yamashita, welcome back to the Most Pleasant Exhaustion Podcast. You got the good news for us, right?
2: Well,
3: yes. Thank you, George, for having me again. I do have a good news that I was able to finish Boston Marathon and Big Sur Awesome. Uh, back-to-back 13 days in between. So, awesome. yeah, I'm very, very happy about
2: that.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So, we talked the first time around kind of about your approach to Boston, given mm-hmm. the fact that you were going to be doing a marathon two weeks later, and then, of course, yes. your approach to Big Sur. So, So, I guess... The best place to start is tell us about Boston itself. Like how did that go and and what was Mm -hmm. it like knowing that you were going to be doing another marathon only two weeks later?
3: Right. So it was very funny. The day after we talked, um, my coach asked me, so what would you consider success Mm -hmm. for Boston Marathon, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, for running two? So I said, funny you Just, you know, (laughs) ask me that question because I've been thinking about it and I just talked to George about this (laughs) a little (laughs) bit. Um, So I share what I kind of shared with you that, okay, I thought maybe 340-ish, but I didn't know if I wanted to have a time goal and go by feel. Mm -hmm. And he said, hmm, uh, go by the feel could ended up being disaster Mm.
2: Um,
3: just because, you know, if you feel good, you always – not you always people always tend to go faster at boston marathon Mm -hmm. and it's true and so um i said yeah but i was planning on going conservative until heartbreak hills and then steady and then after 21 mile then i'll just go how i feel Mm -hmm. um but he said it's probably better to have some number in your head so you can stick to it
2: okay
3: and he said i was thinking 345, but more 350, so you can have a good race at uh, Big Sur as well. Okay. <clears throat> so I said, okay, um, I'll stick to that plan. And, and more I thought about it, I think that was better to have some number in my head.
2: Okay.
3: Um, so going into it, I had that plan. Okay, I'm going to go about 350 pace. Um, but eight forty-five ish mm-hmm. per uh, mile pace, mm-hmm. and um, s- that's what I did. Oh, before that, the weather was crazy that day. I think Rochelle already shared with you.
0: Yeah, we talked about how, and we talked about with Patrick as well that.
3: Oh it, yeah, you know, so
0: it was just not what we thought it was going to be. It ended no. up being clear and sunny, and even a little bit warm.
3: Right. So, yeah. but we have, the morning started with a lightning thunderstorm with a nice. trencher's rain. <laughs>
2: um,
3: so, and then it got really hot during the race. Okay. The sun came out, humid, and then very, very hot. So, okay. including myself, I wasn't ready for that kind of heat. right. Um, right. And so that kind of affected, I think, everybody um, at this Boston Marathon. So I was definitely taking a lot of fluid and um, electrolyte mm-hmm. during the race. And I was hort- fortunate to run with Stacy mm-hmm. because she set maybe about the same pace. So we were able to find each other um, before the race started. And so we started together, mm-hmm. you know, tried to pace. And it uh, went as we planned, and then she started to have some cramping on her uh, quads. Mm-hmm. So um, I start slowing down, you know, wanted to, to go with her, but she said, just go on. So about 15, maybe 6, 16 miles, um, I said, mm-hmm. okay, I'm just, you know, start picking up and stick with my plan. Okay. And so I did. It just went as as I p- plan about the same pace, Mm -hmm. um, plus or minus, and then came to the heartbreak hills. And I just thought, okay, I'll just go steady. Um, but after the fact, I was looking at the number, um, I didn't slow down too, too much. So I went about the same pace, um, plus or minus going through the heartbreak hills. Mm -hmm. And then after 21, um, that's when I said, okay, I'll just go by the feel and see how I how um how I finish. Okay. Because around that area, there's just so many people cheering, a lot of people, you know, just giving me so much energy um, and so much fun. I feel like I was just smiling the whole time at this race. Um, and then I saw a sicko sign and I thought, okay, almost there. And it feels like forever. Once you see that sicko sign until you actually get there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and then I finished it 3:55. Okay. And then it started to get kind of windy, cold and start rain a little bit. And I was really, really freezing cold after that race. Okay. Yeah. So that was Boston Marathon.
0: Okay. So so tell me this. So so three fifty five and and mm-hmm. like you said, you you sort of had your idea about feel and your coach kind of said well you need to have some numbers but Yeah. It sounds like the numbers he was telling you he wasn't really pushing back on your, your plan. He was just saying, let's put some numbers on the plan. He was just kind of saying, yeah. like like the effort level was about the same. He just wanted to put some numbers on it. Is that right? Right. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Um,
3: because, you know, he said a lot of people uh, say, okay, I, I go by feel. And then,
2: and then they run after. Yeah. yeah,
3: exactly. After they fall apart. You know, looking back on it, I said, yeah, but I felt really good. <laughs> yeah, of course, you know, you feel good at the beginning of the marathon going downhill. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
3: So because of that, he said, you know, not that I would, but it could end up. So it's better to have some number to stick to.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Very good. Mm-hmm. And so so, so you finish up and, mm-hmm. and, and effort-wise you've done pretty much what you wanted to do.
3: Yes. Um, yes, but, I think so. But you're so. getting
0: cold, and you're shivering, and all that sort of thing. Yes. And, and you have in your head, I have another marathon in two weeks. <laughs> exactly. So, so, tell, tell me. So, so tell me a little bit about sort of that. That I mean, were you thinking about the fact that you had another marathon in two weeks? Because I, I feel like when I cross a marathon finish line, mm-hmm. as much as, or, or not even necessarily crossing a finish line, but like in the last mile of a marathon, I'm, yes, I'm like, I don't want to do this again for a little while. Yes. Do you know what I'm yes. saying? Yeah. So, so, yes. I mean, what's that? What's that like?
3: Yeah. So I know exactly what you just described because I've experienced it before. Yeah. Um, but I guess because I was going conservatively,
2: okay. Um,
3: I did not feel. I did not feel that um, okay. as much as I felt in the past. Good. Um, so, however, <laughs> um, after I finish my coach texted me saying um, that, you know, great finish, uh, you did well, and sounds like you went nice and easy. Mm -hmm. And I texted him back saying, nice and easy, no, my body, my leg feels achy, Mm. you know, sore, and I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm not sure if I can recover. Even though I I went with a lot slower pace, mm-hmm. and he said, "Yeah, slow or fast, you still cover 26 miles."
2: Right.
3: And it then hit me, thinking, "Oh, that's true. I did cover the mileage." And I text him saying, "I really now realizing." I really realize realize now what I got myself into. <laughs> That's when I re- it really hit me. What I <laughs> when, what you're, I when really you're literally
0: in the middle for. of it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Um, so after that um, race, um, I did everything I can think of for recovery. Okay. So um, I had an ice bath. Mm-hmm. I took um, a, a amino acid uh, supplement that my Japanese friend gave me that's really popular in Japan. He said, this mm-hmm. really helped recovery. So mm-hmm. I took that. Mm-hmm. Um, I drank some kombucha because, uh, you know, I was told that it's also good for recovery and getting a really good uh, nutrition. It was all plant-based that night. My friend I stayed with, she's also a plant-based athlete. So, Um, had a really good meal with her Mm -hmm. and hydrated. I did a leg up on the wall, you know, lifting a leg up higher Mm -hmm. and just lying down there for about 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, I got a black toe. I'd never had black toe at Boston Marathon, but Mm -hmm. I felt it when I was running. And I was thinking it was really sore and throbbing. And uh, that's that's the thing I thought, but the most, oh, my gosh, I really mm. have another marathon coming up. Mm. I cannot have this pain. Mm. So I thought I just need to drain it. So I did. Mm. <laughs> I did drain um, the black toe, and that definitely helped releasing mm. some throbbing pain and um, intact that toe until I finished another marathon. Mm. Um so that was the day after. Oh no, okay. the day of the marathon. Okay.
0: And so, so, so you didn't. And this is something I, I asked you about the before the race, before mm-hmm. the race is. Um, mm-hmm. So, so you didn't really have like the big blowout celebration. You didn't have mm, a, no. Yeah.
3: No, because I was already thinking about. Okay, oh. I have another one coming up. Right. Yeah. Oh. So my head from that then on. Uh, was all on recovery.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Very good. Mm-hmm. So 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 tell us about that two that that um that two weeks in the middle then. Um that, that sort of yeah. inter race period there. So mm-hmm. what did mm-hmm. you do? I mean I'm I'm sure you kinda kept on with the amino acids and with the uh, you took care of that toe and you, you kept trying to eat well and all that sort of thing. What else did you do?
3: Yeah, so um I really focused on getting good night's sleep. So I didn't get up, you know, early in the morning for early morning training. So okay. I slipped in until about seven,
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, and I swam three mm-hmm. times that week, I believe, okay. um, and that was really good for mm-hmm. my recovery.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I got on, I think, trainer um, just to do an easy spin, get the blood flowing on your bike, and that also on the bike, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that also helped the recovery too, get the blood flowing and just, you know, help the muscle rehydrate and all that. So
0: all right. I did that. Um, and did you, just, did you run any that first week?
3: Um, yes, just easy 30 minutes, mm-hmm. uh, recovery run towards the end of that week.
0: Yeah. 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 I, I, yeah, I, I remember thinking as well the fact that you're, mm-hmm. you're a, a an established triathlete um an accomplished triathlete meant that you had a little bit more infrastructure than just a straightforward runner would have for some of that recovery. So yeah, swimming mm-hmm. three times, you know, doing some easy spins on your indoor bike trainer. Yeah. That was probably great, you know, and, and Yeah, I think
3: so.
2: Um
0: so some somebody who is a runner who doesn't, you know, do any indoor spinning or who doesn't swim right. wouldn't necessarily right. have those those sorts of um facilities. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's cool, mm-hmm. very good. And then you said you said you ran watch. What about the second week then?
3: So the second week, um, I had a recovery, again, trainer on the bike, uh, like an easy spinning, mm-hmm. but a little bit more effort. And then I swam again maybe a couple times. And I already started running. Okay, so Thursday after the Boston Marathon, 30 minutes easy recovery. I also ran 30 minutes on Sunday. And then um, I think Wednesday before Big Sur, I had about 45 minutes run. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and then uh, I taught the spin class. That's right. I teach spin class on Thursday. So I did those on Mm -hmm. both weeks.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: And then uh, left on Friday to go to Big Sur. Okay. And then I had about 30 minutes, mm-hmm. um, just base run, easy run, mm-hmm. the day before the marathon. Mm-hmm.
0: It was on Sunday? Yeah. Big Sur was on Sunday? Yeah. Okay. So, Race was so, on Sunday. So it was not quite, it was 13 days later, not quite two weeks yeah. later, of course, since Exactly. Monday. 13 and so, days. And so over the yeah. course of that 13 days, you ran four times? Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: one, two th- yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: All right, mm-hmm. very good. And, and if you put all of those runs together... They yeah, were, they were only probably about what, fifteen, sixteen miles, something like that. Sounds. I
3: like. would say mm, five. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. it's about that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah so, exactly. So, so just barely over half a marathon. Does and and the only reason yeah, yeah. the only reason yeah. I'm harping on that is because and I, and I think you did it right. I think that's the. I think that was the right thing to do. But the reason why I'm parking mm-hmm. on it, and I think it's so important, the reason why I think you did the right thing, you know, to, to mm-hmm. rely on all those other things, is that you kind of, you didn't say, oh well, you know, I have another marathon, so I got to keep training. You, you, you said, you know what, the training's done. You know, I've already yes. done the training, and now I exactly. just have to kind of recover and just sort of maintain over the course of these right. two weeks, as opposed to continuing to train. Um, exactly. which, which I think was a... I think that was super smart on the part of you and your coach. I think that was the right thing to do.
3: hmm Yeah. I, so he did not give me a taper until only a be until a week before right. Boston Marathon.
0: Right, right.
3: Because of that. So then yeah. So that's also a part of that.
2: Right.
0: Whole
3: right. thing. Yeah.
0: For sure. Very mm-hmm. good. All right. Mm-hmm. So so throughout that two weeks, and this is the last question I'm gonna ask you about the two weeks. Throughout that mm-hmm. two weeks, are you looking forward to big sir? Are you thinking I don't really want to do this again? Are you thinking like, I can't believe I'm going to, I mean, like what's your mindset?
3: I'm glad you asked. I was actually getting very excited to run the XR Marathon.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
3: I was. Mm -hmm. I don't know that's because One is already done, and I only have one to go, or (laughs) (laughs) just because the nature of Big Sur Marathon, yeah, being on the you know, on the ocean side, beautiful view, yeah,
2: um,
3: California,
2: yeah,
3: I I don't know, and also going with my uh, girlfriends, um, probably all that together, um, helped me to get really excited going to Big Sur. That's cool. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, if it was some garbage marathon, maybe you wouldn't have been all excited about it. But the fact <laughs> that you're getting to run Big Sur, which everybody says, yeah. like everybody says, is yes. like the great marathon, you know, and is a yes. marvelous experience. So, yeah, very good. And so that's I good. I
3: definitely sickened that. Yeah, it that's was good. beautiful. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think the fact that you came out of Boston, you know, not completely wasted, not completely spent all oh, that sort of thing. Right. I mean. You know, it was hard, right. but, but you know, and the fact, too, that, again, you, you didn't like and jump back in on, you know, the take a day off and then start trying to run a whole bunch too. I mean, right, I mean, you just kind of maintained your, your, your sanity mm-hmm. there, and, and that probably helped you get ready for it. So, you get out yeah. there, you start, mm-hmm. so you start big sir. Tell us about that one.
3: Um, uh, let's see. Um, this one is also point to point race, so you have to get yeah. up really early to get on the bus yeah. and go all the way to the beginning of the race. So, I don't know, maybe I think we had to get on the bus like 4 o'clock in the morning or 4.30 um, and then get over there and you have to kind of wait around for a little while. Um, But then the race started and then this race also, uh, the first, I want to say 10 mile is gradual downhill. Okay. It's interesting how similar this is to Boston Marathon. That
0: was my thought.
3: Yeah. And um, at first, you kind of run the foresty area so you don't see any ocean or anything like that. And it's kind of, it was kind of humid. Mm. The temperature was, though, perfect. It was mm. like a, a maybe below, uh, maybe low 50s, um, and then stay below 60 the whole way. Mm. Um, so about uh, how many miles, maybe five miles, six miles finally coming out to the ocean. You start seeing the ocean and then feel a little more breeze. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I was running with my friend, um, and this one, I didn't have a number in my head just because I was running my friend. Okay. And she kept pulling, you know, tapping my shoulder. We got to slow down. <laughs> we got to slow down. <laughs> um, um, so I thought I needed to help her to keep her pace, but actually I didn't do a very good job at the beginning of the race. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, of course, we stop and see the picture, I mean, take your picture when we had a really nice scene, Mm -hmm. sceneries and Mm -hmm. stuff. So we were going significantly lower, I mean, lower pace or Mm a slower pace than the Boston Marathon. Okay. Um, and then about mile 10, that's when we call it Big Daddy Hill hits. <laughs> and it's a, it's a two mile incline. It's just steady two mile up and up and up. And then after that, it's a steady downhill. And that's when I think a lot of people um, die because the quads are really feeling it. My, my friend said that her quads start to feel really. In pain, about mile maybe 16ish, but I actually didn't feel on my quad. Um, okay. I felt more on the the, um, the hamstring side. Okay. So I don't know what the difference was, but my quads were feeling fine. So about mile 21, I think we separated. She said, "I just need to do. I can't not go run downhill. I can run uphill." But I cannot run downhill anymore. So then I just went um, went on after that. So it was a very very challenging course. Mm-hmm. But I kept looking at the scenery, stopping picture, taking pictures, and you know, allow myself to get really distracted. So that really helped actually. Cool. In about 24, the hill almost everybody was walking up the hill. And what I realized is that there were relay team, four yeah. people team, uh-huh. and there's 21 miler, 11 miler, mm-hmm. and there were also like 12k and 5k. There are okay. just so many different distances I didn't know. Yeah. So uh, who 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 knows who's walking up the hill? <laughs> but there are t- there are just plenty of people walking. Mm-hmm. And so I have to kind of weave through those people towards the end. Did you um, uh,
0: Did you get a picture with the pianist? I know there's there's always a guy. I sure
3: did. Oh. Yes, grand pianist. Yes, <laughs> I sure did. Yeah, and then the taiko drummer, those Japanese drum. Um, oh, okay,
0: cool. There
3: are about how many people are there? At least dozen of drummers or um, um, playing. I want to say maybe the second kill. Somewhere, it wasn't the top of a hill, but maybe a little after that, that um, we needed a little push. That's where they were playing. Oh, so, cool. yeah, it was really cool. I took a picture of that as well. Grand pianist. Oh, that was really nice. Yeah, he was playing. I can't remember what it was, but remembering, feeling like, oh, this really is nice and sooth- soothing <laughs> to my my soul. Right. Right. Yeah.
0: And there so, are bugpipers and yeah. Oh, that's very cool. All right. So, mm-hmm. so like your coach said, even mm-hmm. if you're not running super hard, 26 mm-hmm. miles is a long way to run. Yes. Um, so, so was there ever, I mean, and, and you had run 26 miles to only two weeks prior. Was there right. ever, was there ever a point w- in that race where it kind of caught up with you a little bit or were you kind of said, I'm really tired? Or, or were you taking it easy enough and relaxed enough that you just kind of held it together without much problem?
3: Um I was uh feeling pretty good all the way through.
0: Cool.
3: Yeah, so yeah, I think my body and mental mental were held together.
2: Yeah.
3: And actually enjoying the marathon. I think I was smiling the whole way on this run too. <laughs> yeah.
0: Very good. Very good. Yeah, um, so
3: I was very pleased um uh my body actually recovered enough to be able to run it and then actually enjoy it.
0: Right on. Right yeah. On. Very cool. And
3: I was thinking, I need to tell George, you should definitely do this <laughs> in the future. Yes. I was we'll thinking see. that.
0: We'll see. I am yeah. in Boston yeah. next year. I don't know if I'm going mm-hmm. to do Boston. I don't know if i to Boston to Big Sur next year, but I'm, but I'm definitely doing Boston next year. So so. We'll yeah. See. We'll see. And
3: I was very surprised that there were a little over 400 people Mm-hmm. Doing Boston to
0: Big oh, wow. Sur. Oh wow!
3: Yeah, did, and
0: did y'all did, mm-hmm. did you talk to any of the other people who were doing Boston to Big Sur? Did they were they kind of yeah. like you, or in that they sort of got talked into it, and it was their the way of going to Boston, or were they people who were actually looking for the challenge of the two marathons in two weeks?
3: Oh, you know what? You know, I did not ask.
2: Okay. I did
3: not talk to um, enough people and ask that question. How okay. did they ended up doing it?
2: Okay.
3: Um, but. They actually have a time for all of us to get together, and they took a picture,
0: group oh, picture. That's cool. that's
3: cool. Yeah, that was really, really cool. So right. you see, a lot of people wearing Boston jackets.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: Um. Yeah, that color coordinated, and then because they also gave us Boston to Big Sur um, sh- uh, long T-shirt. Right. Some of us wearing that, and then some right. of us um, us wearing the Boston T-shirt, that yellow T-shirt this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was really cool, um, cool. that they Very did cool. that, and they also had a special tent for Boston to big serve people hmm. um, after the finish line, and they serve really good food. I mean, a buffet of awesome food, uh, beer, all kinds of drinks. Um, so there's that celebration.
0: That celebration you get to have after Boston, you got to have doubly after after Big Sur.
3: Exactly. Perfect. And then that's where they gave us that special medal. It says Boston to Big Sur. That's
2: cool.
3: And the jacket.
2: That's oh, cool. I
3: love this jacket. I wish I can show you over the phone. <laughs> um, I really uh, love that jacket. That just made my day.
2: Cool.
0: So,
3: yeah, cool. you get the Boston to Big Sur jacket.
0: Very yeah. cool. Well, you know, it's yeah. it's funny. I, you know, you you talk about, it and you definitely, you know, both last time we talked and then this time mm-hmm. as well. It definitely sounds much more alluring after talking to you, honestly. Um, and and yeah. and, I, and I, I look at. Um, Things, you know, we, we talked to somebody who did the Dopey Challenge. We talked to yeah. Aaron Whitey who did the Dopey Challenge on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't appeal to me so much, like stacking up events one day after another mm-hmm. like that. But,
2: mm-hmm. but,
0: but the the idea of stacking up two kind of big, iconic, desirable marathons yeah. over the course of two weeks. Uh, right. Over, over one close to weeks. the other. Yeah. Yeah. That, that seems a little, I don't know, that that something about that seems a little bit more alluring. And I, I can't quite mm-hmm. put my finger on why that is. But... um um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but I
3: have to. I have to share. It's one of those things. After I finished Boston Marathon, um, just the there's this ego shows up. So my right shoulder is saying, "You did just right. You know, you did. You stick to your plan. Three fifty five. That was just right pace." Mm-hmm. And then the left shoulder, my ego shows up and saying, this was the slowest one you run before. You could have done a little bit better. You know, it's one of those things. It's weird. My yeah. mind plays yeah. all these crazy things. And I kept telling myself, no, this was just right. So I can enjoy Boston. I have to really kind of... Yeah. Uh, tell myself that, and then same thing happened at Big Sur, and I was mm. running with my friend. That was great. I enjoyed that part of it a lot, mm-hmm. um, because I never run boss um, marathon, you know, like nice and easy, enjoying mm-hmm. together with friend. Right. So I loved that part of it. and mm-hmm. then I f- crossed the finish line and I saw the number and I was like, "Wow, And ego showed up too. yeah same. You maybe could have run a little bit faster, <laughs> yeah. and then and then I have to tell him. I said, "No, I totally enjoyed this, and the only reason I was able to enjoy it is because I paced right. myself, and um, you know, I didn't I didn't kill myself because I actually I did I did think about I could go a little faster after I split off with my friend, but then. At that point, I was thinking about a month later because I have my triathlon A-race. It's a half Ironman in Wisconsin. That's oh, yeah, actually yeah. my A-race this year. Okay. And I thought, okay, I need to recover quick enough right. to get ready for that. So right. I was already thinking ahead. So right. that was just right. But after you finish, all these ego shows up. It's kind of weird, but um, I just I, thought to share I don't share think it's
0: that. weird at all. I totally get it. I totally agree. yeah you know, yeah. And, and not not to, to to you know shove you farther into that, that sort of destructive mental spiral, but mm-hmm. your, your name is in the results, and, and mm-hmm. there's a time next to your name. You yep, know? and so exactly. this time you know next year. Mm -hmm. somebody might be digging up the results of the 2019 Big Sur Marathon and they might be like, Mm -hmm. oh, let's see how they say, oh, look, Azumi, I know who that is. Wow, she really didn't run very well that day. Mm -hmm. And and, Mm -hmm. and, and they won't know the context of it and they won't know that you would run boston two weeks prior and that you were running yep. with a friend and and everything else like that they they right. they, they won't know that you're a, a major triathlon was coming up for you only about a month later they won't know right. any of that they'll just look no. it at it and they'll think oh azumi really had a bad day she really ran slowly that day you're um, so right so yeah. so yeah i i totally get the ego thing i mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, mm-hmm. and, and that, that's something that i would have to yeah, I would have to think about it a little bit if I was if I was gonna do it for sure because I, right. I, I have that same ego. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah, sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, so so tell but, us uh, then. So tell mm-hmm. us then What is next?
3: So next is like I mentioned, it's a uh, um, seven point three half Ironman in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. uh, June ninth, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, Uh, Right away after I came back from Boston, um, I did the metric century ride because I haven't been on the bike and riding a long Mm -hmm. distance. Mm -hmm. So I I rode 63 mile on Sunday.
2: Okay.
3: Oh, no, Saturday. Sorry. Saturday. Okay.
2: Um,
3: after I came back. Mm -hmm. So now switching gear and my coach said, okay, we need to get your bike leg back Uh and, um, get your uh, triathlon training started (laughs) (laughs) so that's my next one
0: so so a lot a lot of swimming and a lot of cycling over the course of the next two or three weeks while you simultaneously recover from this big double marathon challenge but then also start gearing up for for triathlon season so exactly very good yeah that is Mm mm-hmm Well, congratulations, Izumi. Well,
3: thank you very much. I am very, very grateful that I got to do do this. I told my friends who got me into doing this, (laughs) I cannot thank you enough. Unless otherwise you told me, I wouldn't have done this challenge. And I'm so grateful I got to do this. But I'm so also uh, glad that it's behind me now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right on right on yeah right.
3: yeah i absolutely recommend this george in one day do that challenge
0: right on right on Yep. well i think that's a great place to leave it azumi we really appreciate it thanks for coming on the podcast well, thank and thanks you for oh so absolutely experience.
3: thank you so much for having me on your podcast i really enjoyed talking to you
0: i enjoyed it too congrats again thank you And that'll do it for another edition of the Most Pleasant Exhaustion Podcast brought to you by ITL Coaching and Performance and Blue Pineapple Travel. Once again, you can reach out to me, George, at george at itlcoaching.com. You can reach out to Patrick, patrick at itlcoaching.com. You can send us an email at pleasantpodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on Twitter, at Pleasant Podcast, or on Facebook, facebook.com slash pleasantpodcast. Don't forget to reach out to our sponsors as well. You can find ITL Coaching and Performance at ITLcoaching.com, at ITL Coaching on Twitter, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash ITO Coaching and Performance. Finally, of course, Blue Pineapple Travel. You can find them at facebook.com slash Blue Pineapple Travel, Blue and on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Blue Travel. Thanks again for joining us, everybody, on behalf of Patrick Ollinger, This is George Darden. We'll see you next time on the Most Pleasant Exhaustion Podcast.